This may have happened to you or not, but you ordered something, you expected it to be a certain way, and it really didn't turn out to be what you really expected it to be. 800-447-7234. Robin Liz on his radio. There's a guy, I just read about this. The guy did this. He, he was taking his family on a vacation, and so he was in charge of booking the Airbnb. What happened? He ended up booking a tiny home. Like it was 120 some odd square feet or something like that. Four people and a dog were supposed to spend time there. That's funny. But I'm not going to hate on him. Why? Because I've done it. Not in the same sense. I booked a cabin a couple of years ago for me and my husband in, in the mountains. And we get there and it was like stepping in a Mayberry. What do you mean? There was a rotary phone. There was a big box television. Like you turn the channel. Dun, 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 dun. It was crazy no remote control <laughs> right like none of the, the modern day luxuries at all you have a well instead of city water kind of i have to wash <laughs> my clothes hilarious. on a washing board you know that is hilarious yeah. my wife and i were in france mm. i don't th- I, I hope we go back that was a cool trip but we went to the restaurant and it was there was pizza it was a pizza place i'm like oh this is cool look at this i've never had marinara pizza I ordered it, and it came. It was like a little personal size. Sure. It came. All it was was crust and marinara sauce. Marinara sauce. And that was yeah. it. There was no cheese. There was no, no, I mean, that was it. So you didn't even tell her toppings or anything? No, like. no. It came the way, that, that's the way it was on the menu. I ordered yeah. it the way that it was on the menu. Merci beaucoup. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Melanie's along with us at 800-447-7234. It wasn't what you expected. It wasn't what you expected. What is it, Melanie? Actually, uh, I love boiled eggs, and um, I had two eggs in a plastic container that I thought were boiled, and as I was going down the road, I went to crack the egg, and it wasn't boiled. Fortunately, it didn't get all over my door that I was cracking it on. I I was able to throw the egg out, but it got on my hand, but that's that's enough of a mix-up that you have raw eggs instead of the boiled eggs. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Yeah, this this young lady who's a retired grocery store department manager decided at the age of 48, she was going to foster infants. She's 78 now. 30 years she's been into this, and she has fostered, get this, 80 infants, 80 of them through her house, all infants, all little babies, and she is not stopping. She's like, I just got to continue this. Well, yeah, and I think probably while she was even working every single day, that had to be a passion of hers, taking care of foster children in some way, whether that was financially or being some sort of support system, because you don't all of a sudden retire and decide, okay, I'm going to start taking in a bunch of kids. I mean, it, it has to be a commitment that you are ready for. She raises them as a single mom, too. Isn't that amazing? She's had two infants at a time. Oh, yeah. She did yeah. twins several she, different times. Isn't that great? And she said she's been doing this so long, 30 years, that her very first infant that was in the house that she fostered is now 37 years old. And so grateful, I'm sure. Right. At this point in their life, if it hadn't been for Miss Linda taking in those babies all these years, think of how many lives could be drastically different. And let me tell you, my my wife and I have been foster parents, Mm -hmm. and it's not easy. Oh, my word. It It was not what we expected, but so much more. 
you know, and and what these children go through, even the babies, you know, that are, could be going through a lot of health stuff. Yeah, sure. So it's more than just, you know, changing diapers and burping. Right. Yeah. Even Miss Linda, you know, that we're talking about says that some of those babies came to her and they had those health issues because of some things that parents did. Yeah. And so she has to help them through that. Some of, you know, the withdrawals that they have or just being extra, extra fussy at night. Yeah. Miss Linda, making such a difference. We admire you. Thank you for continuing to do that. Rob and Liz, his morning crew. I think this guy is absolutely amazing. It's Robin Liz, his radio. He must be because he has 10 million followers on his social media on TikTok. His name is Zachary. And so what Zachary decided to do was he wanted to have a fun day at the water park, but he didn't want to be alone. And so he went into a housing development really near his home. And he went to one door, and uh, a mom answered the door. And he's like, would it be okay if I, I took your kid to the water park? And she's like, uh... Creeper. Know, a little bit. Right? Like, who are you? So they had a good long conversation. He had his credentials. He explained who he was. But then her son walks to the door, and he says, you want to go to the water park? And the kid's like, mom, can we go? <laughs> so mom said, I have to go to work, but you can go. Zachary told this young man, go to every kid in this housing development. You tell them to meet me in the courtyard. They met in the courtyard and he said, everybody want to go to the water park? And they lost it. I sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. They, they freaked mm. out. They got, you know, permission from their parents. Everybody loaded up in buses and they spent the day at the water park. In buses? Well, I mean. He they, was prepared. Yeah. He knew they were going to say yes. So he takes them to the water park. They, I mean, some of the kids were like, this is the best day I've ever had in my entire life. That's so like, great. These are things that we don't get to do because this is low-income housing. And they just don't, you know, when you're trying to put food on the table and gas in the car, some of those extra things like that. It, that's true. Fall. My wife has such a big heart that we've been hosting uh, just about every summer for a few years, the boys' home at a water park. So we get him out there, feed the, that's my wife. I don't do nothing but show up and say a few words. Okay. And say, here's some pizza, kids. Yeah, you have. And then they go and they play. And they, I mean, that's all my wife. Right. I mean, absolutely amazing. I will tell you, Amy, your wife, Rob, is a phenomenal person. Oh, Always yeah. thinking about others, humans, uh, pets. Yeah. I mean, she, <laughs> she fostered a dog overnight. Right? Exactly. I don't, yeah. I don't think we'd be taking a bus anywhere. <laughs> we can't afford that many kids. Well, but. she did want to talk to you this afternoon. Uh-oh. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Somebody studied this, and they say that when you come home and you're reunited with your dog, you know how happy they are. The tail is wagging. They're jumping up and down. They're like wanting to eat. First thing, you get in there. At least my <laughs> dogs do. That's what it's do. all for. Right? That's what it seems. But they say that they literally have tears, and it's tears of joy. It's happy tears that you came home, which makes it so much, you know, oh. I know. It makes my heart warm. Right? Just to think about that, that they're so happy. I mean, who in the world is that happy to see you other than your dog? Right? And they, and they say that dogs do cry, but their tears don't drop like human tears do. You know, when we cry and there's tears coming out of our eyes, it's like all down your face. Mascara is all messed up. I, I don't wear mascara. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, no, when that happens I to just, you, Rob. I just see it. 
But they they cry. I had no idea that there's happy tears when you come home and see your dog. I know that every time I come home, both of my dogs meet me at the door, and they're just aces. Uh, the Pomeranian just. That's the way he shows me love. Mm-hmm. But Charlie, the golden doodle, is almost as tall as I am when she gets up on her back legs. But she gives me a hug. She puts her arms around my waist and just nuzzles in so I can totally see it. That is so crazy. So next time you go home, if you have dogs, there they have tears of joy for you. <laughs> Rob and Liz. His morning crew. I don't know what the easiest job you ever had in your life to make money, but there's this one guy in Japan that is making bank, and he does nothing. Seriously, he does nothing. Well, that's kind of deceiving because he is doing something. He keeps people company. Oh, well, that's that's nice, so actually. He, he literally hires himself out, mm-hmm. and people pay him to come and sit at a restaurant with him. Or come over and at the coffee table, just have a conversation. He has about three appointments a day. And he says, I make money doing nothing. Well, All I'm doing is keeping people company, and that's easy to do. Probably a little conversation goes with that. But I can see, let's say your parent loses their spouse. You know, one of the parents passes away, and you just want somebody there as companionship. This guy would be perfect. Sometimes he says nothing. They just want them there. Like, if you go to a restaurant, you're like, I don't want to be at this table by myself. So I'm going to hire this dude to sit across from me so that I have some kind of company. That's awkward. It could be. That's super awkward. Listen, there are times that I don't like to talk. Okay. Seriously. So I'll go to a restaurant. If I'm with a friend, sometimes I'm not talking. I'm just listening. And I'd rather just listen instead of try to carry the conversation. Oh, my goodness. It's just nice to have somebody there. And when I was a single guy... I didn't have a lot of friends. I've never had a lot of friends. I don't know why. It's just, I, I, I guess I'm not likable, but I don't have a lot of friends. And especially when I was a single dude. And when I was sitting at a restaurant, I just wanted to be there because there were people around. Oh, yeah. You know? I get that. And it would have been cool, even if I didn't know anybody, that they would be sitting at the table with me. That's wild. So I can see people, he, he would say, sometimes I show up and they never say anything. Well, and they'd rather just prefer that my presence is there than anything beyond that. Oh, I see that he says he does nothing, and other people are saying he does nothing because he's not doing, like, manual labor or whatever. But I think the service that he's providing is kind of invaluable. It could catch on. Hmm. I mean, that would be a neat thing to reach out to people and just love on them like that, you know? I could do that. Robin Liz. His morning crew. In western North Carolina, I think it was just over the weekend, where a car jumped over the interstate onto another car. It is so crazy. It was a convertible. The person in the other car that went off, sadly, a family is mourning right now. Oh, no. The other car was a convertible, and you think, oh, my word, that would be the worst. That would, yeah. It, it landed in it, on it in such a way that the person inside that car is fine. Oh, my goodness. Was it? I guess it was just a single driver in that convertible? Yeah. Because it kind of fell on the passenger side. Of that, wow. That person was able to get out of the car and be okay. And then the other car caught on fire. But it's just, you see the pictures on social media like, man, this is horrific. And then to be the other people around that witnessed all that just driving down the road. Oh, sure. Whether they were there, you know, as it happened would be scary enough. But, right. But just driving by and, um, wow, just driving by and saying a prayer that everybody, you know, walks away from something. I, like I that. don't know if I'm crazy or anything, but every time I hear an ambulance or a fire truck go by, I just stop and pray real quick. I will too. You know? I, I will 
absolutely pray for, uh, you know, all the first responders because that has to be hard for them as well. Talk about having stressful jobs. Seeing what you know? they're seeing every single day and then having to go home and and put a wall up almost, you know, compartmentalize that. Ooh, yeah, that's gonna I, be difficult. I could not do that. That takes mm-hmm. a really special person mm-hmm. that God has designed in a certain way to do that. Mm-hmm. You're heroes. Let me tell you. Thank you. Rob and Liz, his morning crew. So Nick is like, I've got to do this right. It's Mackenzie. She's my lady. I've got to be very romantic. So he planned out every single detail. Took her to the Iowa State Fair. Oh, that can be fun. Top of the Ferris wheel, you know, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, lots of fun. No. Not the Ferris wheel, no. no. Where else? Uh, let's see, the petting zoo? No. No. Uh, no, where else? Maybe at one of the shows. He got her on stage at one of the shows. That's it. Like the rodeo? No. No, no. Uh, butter cow sculpture. Wait a minute. What? Butter cow sculpture. Those words This don't is even a make thing. Sense. There is a cow that is sculpted out of butter every single year. And so ever since he's been going to the fair cuz he goes to the fair all the time, this is was a thing. You know, and there's always a different sculpture of the butter cow. Literally, a cow sculpted out of a big thing of butter and it's life size. This is a huge stick of butter <laughs> that they do this. And so <laughs> She likes the fair, yeah. and so he was able to finagle and get family involved and get back behind-the-scenes access mm-hmm. to the butter cow. Oh, this took a lot of people. It's, it's Yeah, because you can see the cow. You can't get close to the cow because people will put their finger in the cow and want butter and put on their oh. bread. Yeah, so he was able to get right next to the cow, the butter cow, fully sculpted, and get down on one knee and ask her. And- in a refrigerated area too. It's really because, cold. Because I mean, it's summer, and this just happened, and it's right? Butter, yeah. Wow. So she she said yes. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah. did she say? You know what? <laughs> this guy is smooth. Yeah, <laughs> as butter. Robin Liz, his morning crew. So Gary and Claire, they go off to Spain, and then they come back and have to deal with this ticket for speeding that they received, and yeah. they're thinking, wait. We didn't speed anywhere because our car was parked the entire time that we were gone. Yeah, they parked it at the airport, got on their flight, went on their lovely Spanish vacation, and then they came home to this ticket. Now, I don't know how much the ticket was, but they had paid, like, they handed the keys off to a valet and said, okay, here's the car. It's going to be here for a week or two, uh, and, you know, put it in the parking garage, and they expected that to happen. And the parking people said, the car's been here the whole time. There's no joyriding going on. Mm-mm. It was here the whole entire time. They they got a speeding ticket for 55 and a 30. Yeah. So I don't know what that would have been. A couple hundred bucks. It could have been. But yeah. it, it, it became not only the couple of hundred dollars, but the point of, wait a minute, did somebody take our car for a joyride, but they found like surveillance video um, or security video that showed the car, their Volkswagen, was parked at the airport the entire time. The whole time. <laughs> Didn't go anywhere. But yet they got a speeding ticket and it, because their car was caught with at least the license plate on another yeah. car. Yeah. With, uh, you know, speeding but because they-, they registered the license plate. It got one of, you know, one of those cams. But they found that, um, yeah, it was just the wrong car. It was the whole wrong car. Yeah. And so I don't know if they've ever found out um, who actually gets the ticket or not, but <laughs> that's one of those they're going to have to throw away. 
Rob and Liz, his morning crew. Look what Brown can do for you. It's Rob and Liz, his radio. I don't know if you've ever wondered in your life, why did they choose brown of all the colors on this planet for UPS? Mm-hmm. I know. Okay, tell. Okay, so the uh, guy who started UPS decided he wanted them kind of modeled after the Pullman train cars back in the day. Now, this is early 1900s, long time ago, and those train cars, for whatever reason, were just uh, uh, thought to be elegant. Style and elegance, yes. right? And so, because they were moving from train delivery to truck delivery, they thought, well, let's keep that elegance going. I've never looked at a UPS truck and thought, oh, how elegant. Look at but that evidently. style and elegance <laughs> of that brown. Though. <laughs> they copyrighted that brown mm. for delivery trucks right back, what was it, 1998. So now that's it's brown. Yeah. I mean, and... and you, you see the trucks come through, you know exactly what it is, so it's working. Exactly, and I think when you think of UPS, at least for me, I know the logo in my head. Like, I know what their little emblem is. And, and then the brown. Yeah, and the brown shorts from the delivery people. Mm -hmm. They all wear the same little uniform. I don't know that they, do they have pants? I don't know that I've ever seen them in pants. I don't know. Okay, just shorts, maybe. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Liz is really confident because she looked at me and said, hey, I'm the GOAT. <laughs> no, that's... Greatest of all time. No, no. That's confidence in this lady here. I'm well, telling you. Oh, I wish I had that kind of confidence. No, I am going to take a trip. i got to ask for a couple of days off because I want to take a trip to Maine. They have a farm. It's called the Sunflower Farm Creamery. Okay. And you get to play with goats. Not just play with goats, but at night, there's baby goats, and you get to dress them in pajamas and help put them to bed. No way. Oh, my goodness. This is like what dreams are made of for me. I feel like I've seen this before, and they let kids come in. They do. Is it like toddlers or something to play with the baby goats? Well, I can't remember. I think it's like toddlers up to preschoolers, um, but this farm, they do a lot of different things that, that grown-ups can take advantage of as well. Like, they have goat yoga. <laughs> so you're <laughs> Is that where the goats are like standing on you and stuff? Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, so I don't know if it's to help your core or just to de-stress you. I don't know. I don't do a whole lot of yoga, so I don't really know. But I I hope they would let a grown adult go in and and put the little baby goats to bed. Can I read them a story? Can I tuck them in like a burrito? I mean, can I Like please? a burrito? That would be so amazing. You didn't tuck your kids in like a burrito when they were little? Never thought of that. You take your blanket and you just, like, put it up under them really, 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 really tight and snug I never as called bug. that a burrito. Well, yeah, because they look like a little burrito. What okay. Little... Yeah. Yeah, I tucked them in like tacos, but... <laughs>